Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny wrestling each and every week. And if you sat here when we edit the episode, you uh, you hear played over and over again. That's that's right there. Uh, welcome to Curtain Jerks. And then it's backwards. Like, yeah, it's it's very disconcerting. But that's the editing process, everybody. It's humiliating. Yeah. Puts you in your place. <laughs> the best part is watching Scott's face as I play back the episode while I'm working on it. He's just shaking his head. And then he makes fun of me for laughing at my own jokes. God, Steve laughs at everything that he does. And every character that he's really in tune with. Uh, it's surprising. It's just And fun. me? Crickets. I think it's just because I panic so often when the ki- like when we have a guest on, so that when I hear them <laughs> back later, I'm just surprised at all the crazy things they said. Oh man, this is a crazy place. We have an open door policy. You never know who's gonna walk through these doors. Sometimes we have a docket that says everything is gonna happen, but other times we don't know what's on that docket. That's right. Sometimes it's a total surprise. It's a locked docket. You know what's also a fun surprise? Each and every month, getting pro wrestling loot sent straight to your door what's in it it's a surprise <laughs> i mean unless you look at what it is or somebody does an unboxing video before you get yours and then you see what's inside but that's part of the fun it's a monthly subscription you can use the promo code jerks j-e-r-k-s to get 10 percent off your first loot when you go to a restaurant and you're looking at what you want. You're like, I'm so hungry. I'm going to get something to eat. Yeah. When you look at the restaurant, you don't close your eyes as soon as you get to the food. No. no. You read it. And you know what you're seeing. And if you wanted wrestling food. Right. You order it. And then they bring it out to your table when you come back from the bathroom. Right. And that's the best part is when your food arrives when you've gone to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you come back and it's right there. Think of life as constantly going to the bathroom and then... Loot just shows up out at your door. Look, we know you're dealing with shit all the time, all right? There's, you need a respite from all that shit. You just need to take a moment, relax, and then now that you're not, you know, focusing on something, boom, what's at your door? Wrestling. Yeah, and sometimes you see some of the merch out there that the big company's making, you go, well, that's shit. Yeah. I don't want that. That shit. <laughs> I need that like a t-shirt. <laughs> and yeah. You look and you go, why? Well, I, I need a new T-shirt. I do need a new T-shirt. But I need a T-shirt that's a little obscure, so that way when I go to the show, people go like, hey, where'd you get that shirt? That's an unusual shirt. You don't want to be one of those guys who gets immediately punched in the face because you're wearing a shirt that everybody else is wearing. Yeah, you don't want to go to a show and then you got the Roman Reigns shirt that, you know, everybody's wearing. No way, man. No, no, no. You want that sweet, sweet Seth Rollins, I know how to play solitaire T-shirt. That's right. You want that uh, sweet, sweet Baron Corbin, hey, main roster, I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. You want that sweet Scott Steiner shirt that says, (laughs) hey, where am I? (laughs) Yeah, all these shirts may not be available in pro wrestling loot. Each pro wrestling loot is subject to availability. (laughs) So you never know what's going to be in there. But oftentimes you get DVDs, you get autographs, you get cool wrestling swag each and every month. A monthly subscription. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. Get 10% off your first loot, and you feel that need for wrestling gear showing up straight at your door. Scott, what would you not want to get in a box monthly? Oh, what would I not want to get in a box monthly? Yeah, like you paid for this thing, and you're like, oh, I can't. why did I buy this? Why did I sign up for this? And you're getting it. Vegetables. Vegetables? <laughs> promo, code, gr- promo code gross. 
Yeah, don't go to vegetables.gov. Yeah, don't get to go don't go to carrotbox.edu. <laughs> yeah, don't go to that. Yeah. No, I, I'd be really bummed out if I had vegetables delivered every month. That's actually a thing. I know, and I wouldn't want that. Fruit. Absolutely. You seem like a fruit man. Oh, you son of a bitch. It's <laughs> the name of your Japanese wrestler, right? Fruit Man. Fruit Man. Yeah, he was he was in uh, WWF No Mercy. He was the Aki Man, but I just renamed him. Yeah, Fruit Man. Fruit Man. Uh, when he did his hardcore matches, he'd freeze a pineapple and then rake <laughs> them across someone's back. And the referee didn't see it. He never saw it. And the crowd's going, oh, 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 he did this pineapple. And then afterwards, he'd hand pieces of the pineapple to the ref, and the ref would be like, oh, thank you. Oh, this thanks. Yeah. This isn't going to change my decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the, yeah, Fruit Man, so underrated. Yeah, hey, look, you just need, if you're going to have that much sugar content, you're going to need some fiber in there, and that's what the fruit provides. It helps your body filter the sugar through the body. Is that right? Yeah, that's you're, you're big on the, on the body and the system of how this all works. Hey, look, I am obsessed with mine because I'm uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> You are. Yeah, both both podcast hosts that I deal with on a, on a weekly basis, Josh Callahan and Steve Sears, uh, are constantly uncomfortable with what they put into their body and what goes out of it. Yeah. Like, it's it's always destructive. And I don't get that. I, I don't have that. That's not been a thing. Uh, weeks, weeks, weeks ago, <laughs> uh, I went to a place that makes Korean barbecue, okay. and I got the spicy pork. But I specifically ordered, I was like, just spicy pork in a bowl, no rice, no vegetables. And they're really? like, okay. And it was, I had it before. I had it as part of a plate. But I was like, today I want the spicy pork in a bowl. How big of a portion are we talking about when they bring it out? Uh, put two put two average size hands together like you're uh, begging the world for water. Or uh, spicy pork. <laughs> no, it's just a spicy. Please. Please. Rain down spicy pork. Please, Mad Max Fury Road. Pour down some spicy pork. Yeah, Immortan Joe pulls the lever and just out poops spicy pork. <laughs> and Nathan Jones is there like, hi, I'm the wrestling reference in all this. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're not in the ring. <laughs> not yet. Was he in the ring? Yes. Who? Was it just a big strong guy? Nathan Jones? Yeah, who was he in the ring? Nathan Jones. <laughs> he played himself in... In the, the, ca- the, the <laughs> character that Nathan Jones would portray was the character not, of himself. Not the or- Japanese horror film that was then remade, The Ring. You <laughs> meant the- <laughs> Nathan Jones, the wrestler in the squared circle. Yes. Not, okay. Did you think that I meant Nathan, that Nathan Jones, Jones was, was in, in the, the horror film, The Ring? Like he was the little girl with black no, hair like across his face? No, like he was just face? like the wrestler on the ferry. He was like, hey, that's some pretty crazy shit. You should see what I do for a living. Look at me. I'm going to turn into a horse and jump off a boat now. So I got this bowl of spicy pork. (laughs) And I immediately went next door to Jersey Mike's and got a regular size sandwich uh, with lettuce, Swiss cheese, mayonnaise, cherry pepper relish, olive oil, and vinegar, salt and pepper. And then I went out front and I put all the spicy pork on top of that sandwich. Wow. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Not on top of it. I'm not an idiot. I used to use the bread as what it was for, is for hand, for hand. And then I just ate the pork on top of the bread, and then threw the sandwich part away. Yeah, I, I just, I just wanted the, I just wanted to eat off a sandwich. I always I, find that fascinating. You're never pleased with the food you get and the state it's prepared. Yeah, I constantly disappoint myself by trying to outdo it. Yeah. I, it was a great spicy pork sandwich until like the last bite where I was like, I've made a terrible mistake. But I had been – that was a sandwich I had been like obsessing over. Or I was like, you know what would be great? That spicy pork on a Jersey Mike sandwich. 
And I just was like, spicy pork sandwich, spicy pork sandwich, spicy pork sandwich. So let me ask you this. If you were a wrestling writer or booker, do you think the same thing would happen? Would it spin out where you're like, ah, no, I gotta, I gotta, like, you take the idea of a TLC, like, that would be something that your mind would create. And then you're like, ah, no, uh, electric cattle prods and, uh, and other things. I wouldn't, I don't think I would do it with matches. I think I would do it with wrestlers. I would think of wrestlers like ingredients. Okay. So if it's uh, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Brock Lesnar are now competing for the uh, number one uh, contender. Yes. Uh, At Fastlane? That's not Roman Reigns' story. That's Lesnar's story. That's Ambrose's story and Reigns' story. And sort of by, like, proxy, Triple H's story. Okay. Like, in a lot of ways, it's, like, Reigns' narrative. But I think in that sort of sense, if you're thinking about overloading the sandwich— you don't really think about Triple H's story because he only shows up to say, I'm the champion, blah, 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 blah. So he's the toothpick with the olive through it. I think he's the rapper. You think he's the rapper? Yeah, he's just there, but you're, like, interested in getting to the, everybody else's ingredients. So, okay, okay. So what I think what I would do is whenever you have an interesting, like, for me, if there's ever, like, an interesting wrestler story, it's, like, who they're facing, who gets in their way to get back to the belt. So in this case, Ambrose and Brock Lesnar are added ingredients just as important to make the sandwich work. So what are they? Uh, I think Ambrose, obviously, one of my favorites, he's going to be the cherry pepper relish. <laughs> okay. He really adds that cra- – he makes the sandwich crazy. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, obviously the meat. <laughs> sure, yes. Just the animal meat. And uh, Roman Reigns, the plain, plain white bread. <laughs> And if it's not the plain, plain white bread that soaks up all the other flavors, that's just a reflection of everything else but nothing on its own, he's the mayonnaise, which facilitates other flavors. Damn. That was a bad burn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's a, that was a sandwich burn right there. At this point, uh, Roman Reigns is the sandwich ingredient in the way of uh, Dean Ambrose. That's what I like to think. Okay. Yeah. I like this. That was very fascinating. This whole sandwich dissection. Yeah. God. Of Fastlane. I wish we had sandwiches. I know we have this pyramid of sandwiches here, but we're not allowed to eat them because of the guests we have today. Yeah. And some of those are reserved for Fastlane. Yeah. Look, guys, don't worry. If there's mayonnaise in them, we'll try to refrigerate them. But we can't do it because the meat's still hot. And Scott taught me that. You can't put hot food in the fridge. That's right. You'll create bacteria. Yeah. You speed up the bacterial process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So put it in your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. And as, as we're always fascinated by... We want to know what you're eating for WWE Fastlane. <laughs> Tweet pics. Uh, where's Fastlane this year? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where it was last year for its debut, Steve. I don't know where this traveling Fastlane show is going to go. Where's the circus coming to town this year, Scott? Where's the grand presentation? I know the Royal Rumble was in Orlando because it seemed like that mattered. Where Fastlane is, I don't know. If it's in your town, I'm sorry. <laughs> or you're welcome. I don't know. Well, we're not responsible for it. No, we're not. Look, if you get to go to it live, kick ass, guys. Go to Fastlane. Yeah. Is it this weekend? When is it? You get to see Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar touch. Yeah. Roman, touch. Rowan Reigns will be there to interrupt them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like that Rumble match a couple years ago with uh, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Seth Rollins, where that was the first time Seth Rollins was uh, element in a match like that. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, hey, John Cena and Brock are going to do stuff. I've seen it, but what the hell is Seth going to do in there? So now Dean has that. And he's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. I mean, as much as we just ragged on Fastlane, we are super excited about that main event match, huh? 
Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I feel like I know what's going to happen, but oh well. What do you think is going to happen? That Roman Reigns wins. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Not to say that you're stupid, but that sounds really stupid to me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm a big Ambrose fan. I'm a big Ambrose fan too, but the guy's already got a title. Ain't he happy with that title? Hey, look, I think his other shoulder's bare. I said it last I week. I know. Got, look, your shoulders are going to get cold if you don't have cold, hard metal on them. That That is very, very true. Um, that's a good point. But, you know, that's not the only champion in town. We got a new champion in Impact Wrestling. That's right, TNA, those three awful letters to tell anyone that you watch wrestling and you watch... Uh, I watch TNA. Hey, I couldn't be more excited that Matt Hardy's a champion. I really like that. It's Matt Hardy, and he is really, really nailing it right now. He is a son of a bitch. I like how people get to sort of just play that role of like, hey, now that you're champion, you got to be an asshole, but you got to dress really nice. Yeah, he's really running with it, because all the times previously, whenever Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy had feuded, it was always forced and weird, because... The Hardy Boys were together. They were awesome, and you liked them being together. You know, Matt was always the one like, I don't cheer you as much. I cheer Jeff more. Yeah. But now it feels like a natural progression of the story that they've reached to this point. They're both they're both far more comfortable in the shoes that they wear um, and playing those roles. So it's way more interesting now, and they are fascinating to watch. And Matt Hardy's whole family is involved. His whole family. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Reby Sky, his wife. Yeah. Uh, and the babysitter, Tyrus. Adopted babysitter. And the baby, Maxell Hardy. Maxell? Yes. M- Maxwell or Maxell? M A X E L. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard Maxell before. Neither have I. But he's quite the character. Yeah? Yeah, he's involved. He was there on the night that Matt Hardy won the title. Uh huh. Uh, he's been there for uh, defending championships, he's been there for promos. Like, he is, he is on the road with them all the time. Do you think he's going to become a wrestler, Scott? <laughs> I don't know, man. Second generation, you know? Yeah. But wait, wasn't the Hardy Boys, their, I guess their parents weren't wrestlers. That'd be weird. No, that, that would be weird. I think their their mom passed away when they were younger, from the story that I remember. And then the, the dad, oh, what was his name? Like, the classic is what they refer to him as, or something like that. I think their when dad. When he was in there for when they won, and he just kept, like, pointing and going, like, Ugh. I He's thought, a farmer. I thought their dad was a dirt bike. <laughs> I thought their dad was just a super extreme dirt bike. Born of a dirt bike and a lovely young lady in North Carolina. The Hardy Boys. <laughs> Team Extreme. <laughs> um, oh, God. Tyrus is walking in. Oh. Uh, dude, can I still call him Funkasaurus? Or is oh, that I wouldn't do that. No, no, no. I think that's very... Hey, uh... Oh, you're just... Is that... Is that Baby Maxwell? You're just putting him down? Hey, how are you? Oh, wow. Baby Maxwell, thank you so much for joining. Oh, Brodus is just walking away. Can I call him Brodus? Tyrus. 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 Uh, Maxwell, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, on- pleasure to meet you. Shake your hand. How are you? Hey, nice to meet Sorry, you. Sorry, all my motor skills don't work so good yet. Hey, you wanted a handshake. You gave me a good one. Not a, I mean, as firm as I'll I could. let ex- you know that I work stiff. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, as firm as I could expect from a baby shaking my hand. Yeah, that's right. Now, Maxell, thank you so much for joining us. I couldn't help but notice you have quite the command of the English language. Ah, uh, you know, it comes in a go. Sometimes it's goo-goo-ga-ga. <laughs> Other times it's uh, wrestling cliches and whatnot. You know, I can't help but notice, like, with your hair and, uh, of course, that unlit cigar, you're, you seem to really Yeah, have... you got a light. 
I I I, I could really use a light right now. That or a boob. Uh, I don't I think sure am thirsty. Uh, that's right, baby's breastfeed. Uh, I don't think that I Come can. Come on. I don't think I can. Whip out them boobs. Uh, you got some boobs around here. Scott, do we have any boobs available? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I don't think I can provide. This either. guy gets it. Uh. Can you two percent whole milk? Whatever you got. Uh, can you handle a sandwich, or is that a yeah, little? Yeah, gross. You're an animal. You got a lot to learn. Sandwiches are gonna really be one of your best friends growing up. No way. I'm strictly a boob guy. You think you're gonna be drinking boobs and smoking cigars your whole life? Look at this body. <laughs> you're very fit. Look at this body. <laughs> Look at these glutes! Listeners, I should point out that Maxell the baby is flexing right now, and for a, a an uninfant, he's very fit. He's built like an Italian wrestler from the 40s. He's, I can't even stand! Yeah, he's like a little, he's like a pony keg with little biceps. God, I tell you, life on the road is tough. Yeah, so uh, you've been traveling with uh, Matt Hardy and uh, Reby? Reba's My pop! Your pop? My pop and my mom! And so what's it like? What's your touring schedule Oh, like? man, we're on the road 365-487. Sorry, I'm not great with numbers yet. They're difficult. That's fine. They are very difficult. Is it exhausting being on the road? Is oh, my God. I'm always in need of a nap. I'm losing my hair. No. Look at my hair. Honestly. I used to have a beautiful head of hair. And I've been on the road so goddamn much. I'm losing it. Now, based on the pictures I've seen of you and now seeing you in person, I think you have a beautiful uh, giant uh, he uh, head of curly black hair. Yeah. It's a little bit patchy, but I'm assuming that's just because you're an infant. Stress. You think it's it's stress? How how could why should my I... pop may lose the title at any moment? And they keep parading you out there. You're a you're a part of the storyline. Yeah, I'm having auditory issues. The music's way too loud for my little eardrums. Uh, so what's the angle? Do you think you're louder, gonna... please? Uh, what's the, so what's the angle? One baby more Max? time. What's the angle? There ba we go. It came in. What's the angle, baby uh, Maxwell? Like, uh, do you feel like it's are you gonna somehow fa factor into the next pay per view or the championship itself? I gotta do a run-in! Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, is Tyrus going to be carrying you, or do you, are they gonna just drop you at the top of the ring? No, Billy Corgan told me, pulled me aside personally, he said, Look, you're gonna have to start earning your keep. We're paying you, we were paying you before a lot of the other guys, so you gotta get in there. Do we're you... expecting you at the pay-per-view, take the title, make a run-in, hit EC3, four, five? EC3. Okay. EC3. Hit him over the head with the title, and then drape your father over him. <laughs> throw the title underneath, and then take the ref shirt, put it on. Count the one, two, three, four, five. No, just one, two, three. Okay. Now, uh, Baby Maxwell, that sounds incredibly complicated for an infant. Oh, what are you getting out DNA's booking for? No, I'm Why not. Why got to be that complicated? No. These things happen. I know, I know. Look, we're a podcast available on the internet. Sometimes we have to critique things, even if we don't want to. <laughs> But I should point out, are you getting any sort of heat? It sounds like you got a pretty coveted spot coming in right at the top and be right in the title picture like I this. I tell you, I got tons of heat. Mostly from my mom because I was with Awesome Kong. Me and Awesome Kong got into it and I was feeding on her and then everybody got all upset. Sent her home from the tour. I'm sorry. Uh, when you say feeding on Awesome Kong, what exactly do you mean? Uh, you know, feed me more. <laughs> like I was thirsty, like right now. You put a boob in front of my face, I'm going to drink all day long to help make this body beautiful. <laughs> Very strong. <gasps> now, are you saying that Awesome Kong breastfed you and that caused the rift backstage that sent Awesome Kong, I just want to clarify, that sent Awesome Kong home from the tour? Yeah, my mom was really upset, said, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? And I said, what? I got to get it where I get it. 
Wow. They were working on promos and pictures and stuff, but I gotta feed. I gotta make this body sweet. Woo! <laughs> well, you got you're yeah. you're gonna have to learn uh, boundaries, baby Maxwell. I think some people just can't. Uh, you can't just breastfeed whenever you like. I'm on the road, you know. I gotta get her where I get her from. Sometimes my mom isn't around, and so I gotta go looking around. You know, I'm like a little rat. I gotta <laughs> look for other little rats to feed off of. Wow, wow. You know what, Maxwell? I feel like you've really shown me a. Uh, a new dimension of professional wrestling. I didn't. I didn't know someone could start so young. Do you got any blow? Uh, no. I'm <laughs> sorry, Max. Come on, I really need to get high. Uh, well, uh, Scott, Scott. Uh, yeah, we got blow. Oh, well, baby Maxwell. Then I'll uh, Scott will show you to the green room, and uh, well, we'll, well see. Well, somebody's gonna have to pick me up. Come on, I don't have all my motor skills yet. All right, here we go. What? Oh wow! <laughs> I put you in the headlock. Oh, ah! <laughs> very strong. Tap. You're very strong. Tap, you queer. All right. Oh, Tap. Reversal. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, mom. Okay. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. Okay. Ah. Uh, well, uh, I just put you on this pile of sandwiches and... Uh, oh, God. I'm sorry. Let me spread them out. Just a... Kind of like ah, a pillow. I'm going to take a nap. Okay. I'm real tired. Uh, just put the coke by me and I'll snort it when I wake up. All right. I'll just pull this piece of lettuce over you and... Oh, uh, ah. do I'll just close the door to the uh, green room, Scott. Okay, just be quiet. Don't try not to try not to slam it or anything. Here we go, Steve's. Ah, there we are. What a feisty little fella. Yeah. Oh shit, my my headphones came undone. I think he got me with that. Uh, he with, did with that headlock. He uh, he busted my headphones. Uh oh. Oh great. Now we're gonna need new equipment. And I was about to say, that's a perfect segue into our Kickstarter campaign that doesn't exist. Yeah, we don't have one yet. <laughs> Someday, maybe we will. Um, but no, we're doing all right. Oh, hey, speaking of all right, I have some uh, interesting news that happened yesterday. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. Okay. What, what did you think I was going to announce? I don't know. I just feel like it's worth asking. Because if you're not okay, you can tell me, Scott. Yeah, that's usually what I tell you, isn't okay. it? Hey, Steve, I'm not okay. All right, tell me. Wrestling's the only thing that makes life good. <laughs> Spear gun to throat. <laughs> uh, I auditioned for a play, and I got it. Wow. Do you, uh, Can you say what play? No, man. I signed an NDA. <laughs> Samuel French has got a gun to my balls on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm doing Of Mice and Men. Really? Who are you playing? Slim. Who is Slim? Oh, Jesus Christ. If it's not Lenny or George, it's not worth knowing. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides, uh, the only other character I can tell you of Mice and Men is the rabbits. Uh, Curly and Curly's wife. I have never read it. Oh, you never seen the movie? No. Oh, it's a good movie. I've seen it a long time ago, but. Yeah, I, I uh, Steinbeck, right? Uh. No, man. Sinise and Malkovich. Mm, Stein, John Steinbeck wrote the original yes. play. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I have not read it. Yeah, it's quite good. Right. Um, uh, where I think everybody's sort of familiar with the, the archetypes of the story. Wh uh, what? Uh, basically, down, down by you? Basically, you've got, um, you know, uh, Triple H and Eugene. You know, they're farmers going down the road and uh, looking for work. And so they work for the McMahons. Yeah, the road to WrestleMania mm -hmm. is... Well, honestly... Fastlane is Oklahoma during the Dust Bowl. And Fastlane might be in Oklahoma, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and WrestleMania. I think you're right. No. It, okay, I, I will look it up. I, I will look it up. Like, what divine serendipitous coincidence. <laughs> uh, 
and WrestleMania is out west where the work is. Because uh, you got to work hard at Mania. It's yeah, the granddaddy it's in, of them all. It's in California mm-hmm. is where the, the play is set. But it's also still, you know, it's... Scott, where the just... fuck is Fastlane? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> Keep vamping. Uh, I'm proud of you, man. This is fantastic. You excel in theater. Quicken Loans Arena. Oh, in Cleveland. Oh, wow. Oh, Cleveland did rock. <laughs> Please, it's got Fastlane now. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure Bill Watterson will be very pleased. Hey, yeah, WWE Fastlane. Oh, that means The Miz is going to do something. Uh, uh, Scott, let's just go with what we know about wrestling. The Miz is going to be horrifically humiliated because he's in his hometown, right? There That's we all. go. If yeah, you're he won't not, win a title there. Yeah, if you're not The Rock, you get humiliated when you're in your hometown. Or British. Because oftentimes the Brits, the like Rock, William Regal won the Intercontinental Championship, I think, the Rock, the 47 Brit- <laughs> times in England. The Rock, the British, and Stone Cold, right? That's how it works? Yes. Okay. Um, and Shawn Michaels. Like, anybody from Texas is usually like, all right. Uh, Cena in Boston, right? Ish, I guess. But they now hate him. Like, yeah. Fuck you, man. You're worse than mass. What? Because <laughs> he's not from Boston. It's, uh, I think it's Worcester. Worcester? Worcester, Massachusetts. Newberry? I don't know. Something like that. Uh, when way, CM Punk said that he was the, when he got slapped in the face, saying that he was the Yankees. Was that what it was? You're oh, now yeah. a dynasty? You're the, yeah, you're the dynasty. You're the, you're the Yankees. That's that's a good line. It's funny when you don't know much about sports, but you see someone lose their shit over something like that. Like that. I was like, oh, man, this is important. Yeah, you don't tell a Massachusetts guy he's a New York guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I yeah. only know that because of Family Guy. <laughs> hey, whatever they can do to help. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so yeah doing a play haven't done a play maybe 10 years I, I think you're phenomenal on stage i think this is fantastic like aj styles yes oh, wow uh i'm uh, yeah i'm gonna pull a styles long, clash on curly how long's your run uh it's very short it's a it's a very fast process uh i think it's two weeks to rehearse and then one week of shows uh i would love to come down and see your shows let me know all right We'll do. And, and listeners, yeah. <laughs> if you're in California and you want to see this exceptionally short run, uh, you can tweet at Curtain Jerks if you'd like the info. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, but he's not gonna release it on the air, okay, guys? Oh, why well, I don't know it all yet. It's all, it's all. It, this all happened very, very quickly. Let me know. I think this is super cool. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. It's pretty fun. And plus, I'm getting a little bit of scratch. What? Yeah. That's fucking my- for theater? Yeah. That's listeners, this is incredible because especially in the Southern California area, getting paid to do anything is really important. <laughs> yeah. And we're not talking puppets. You know, it's yeah. not like some you, you got to be really skilled in some way. No, I just memorize all the words and then say them. And Scott, where do you know to stand on stage? <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell me. I have to They they have a they have one of those uh, cat laser pointers and they just constantly move it. We have different colors. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm red and then Lenny is green and George is blue. So you're going to see all these little cat laser pointers moving around on the stage and then we're all trying to chase them and stay our lane. They have at the same Pink time. Floyd gently playing as a, as an audio bed to go with the laser show. See, and that's what happens in wrestling too. That's why it was so big back in the day where they're like, "No laser pointers. You're confusing the wrestlers." Yeah, how are they supposed to know where their lines are? Yeah, you'd see Kane just run all around the ring all confused. Oh yeah, he would just freeze cuz the entire arena was red. It's like I I go on the stands now. All right. I hate to call out jokes, but that's probably the best laser pointer joke I'll ever told. <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's curtain jerks. Kane having the red laser pointer and being in a red arena. 
wonderful, Scott. Very <laughs> Thank good. You. I <laughs> Very feel good. like uh, I feel like life is complete now. So yeah, that's that's pretty exciting news. I'm pretty happy, and it's a very short process, and it's very cool. And uh, which reminds me, I need to talk to you about scheduling recordings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, we may suffer a little bit, or there may be some odd times or something like that uh, coming up in the next couple weeks. But it will be short lived. Or a live recording of me in the audience while Scott is on stage. That's right. <laughs> well, he's really blowing it here. <laughs> Oh, Scott is very into his... He's very in the moment right now. He does not seem to be acting. Oh, wait, maybe he is acting, and it's so good, it doesn't seem like he's acting. Oh, God, Superman punch from Roman Reigns! <laughs> Sorry, I had my phone out. I was watching Fastlane. Um, very exciting news, Steve. What's that? There's a picture tweeted out from Whoa. Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura. See? Yeah. Look at you learning it. I didn't even know his first name. I didn't for a long time. Mm -hmm. After watching one match from somebody and then declaring myself a Nakamura fan, <laughs> I'm the biggest of said marks. Hey, that's been a lot of your favorite wrestlers. Look, you guys. Paul London. <laughs> Yoshitatsu. Really good matches. One really good match that captured my heart. Uh, I know I'm forgetting more, but yeah, every time it's like, that's one of your favorite guys? Which matches have you seen? One that is just, amazing. They really knocked it out of the park. Hey, but that's... That's exceptional uh, performance to just do one match and then you're just a fan for life. Yeah, I think and no matter what other matches I've seen that might not live up to it, I it still hold them in really high esteem. But he's now headed, uh, he was heading to Orlando and headed to NXT. Like, it's, it's very public knowledge. He's going there. I guess uh, speculation now, is he going to be trained in the WWE style or are they going to hopefully not repackage him or... Yeah, they're going to train him. They're going to throw him on breaking ground. Who knows what's going to happen? But he's headed to Orlando. And I mean, probably there now. Hopefully, I think one of the most important things is that they just have a good team and a good plan for him. And they don't change him too much. You can't fit him into the jello mold. He's got to grow in his own jello uh, strong style. Yeah, because AJ Styles has done that right now. Yeah. They threw him into the water, and he's being him. He's being who he's who he has been this entire time. That's probably what I would have done to him if he was in NXT is hold AJ underwater. Whoa, build them up. Hold on. First off, build them up. There's no reason to hold Steve Steers by his face. Uh, you can let him go. I just want to make sure you're making eye contact with me. I am. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you want to, we could introduce you. A former NXT head trainer, Bill Demott, is here. Thanks for having me, God, Scott. God. It's a uh, pleasure to always be back here on Curtain Jerk. I just my face. All right. Oh. Ow. Ah, God, I my cheekbones almost snapped. Bill DeMott, um, I mean, your reputation precedes you. Uh, you're, you've been known as a bit of a bully. Notorious bully, Bill DeMott. I make people feel uncomfortable. I call people queers and FJs, goggets, and other things and make everybody know that I can smell their pee to the usays to... <laughs> Because they're not training as hard as I think they should. What are FJ Goggets? You know what I'm talking about. Because oh. I'm looking at one right now. Oh, all right. I guess I figured it out. Uh, uh, all right. Well, look, if we had boobs around here, buddy, it'd be a different story. Oh, like, you know what to do with them. Sh you know, uh, shake them out. You give them a good oh, shake. Oh, yeah, give them a good shake. I don't... I... All right. Well, hey, that's not the point here. It's not me and boobs right now. It's Bill DeMott. You came on the show for a reason. You're right. You're right. I There's don't need to, to spend my time busting your balls if I could find them. Hey, I got balls too. Scott and I both have balls. <laughs> yeah. Four amongst us. Yeah. Between the four of us, we've got four balls. 
Yeah, all right. Thank you, guys. Great comeback. Uh, look, so you're talking about these new guys coming in NXT. And, uh, Nakamura. Shinsei Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsei. Nah, 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 nah. Whatever. Uh, I'd train him, get him in a WWE shape. You'd train him to get into shape for WWE? No, train him to get into ship shop WWE shape. I'm confused. I think Nakamura's already in very, very good shape. Oh, he's in really good shape, but he doesn't know how to wrestle WWE style. Well, what's the big difference? That's what a lot of people wonder. Like, what is the actual difference between, say, New Japan Pro Wrestling style and WWE style? In a word, a showmanship. Okay, so you think, you think Nakamura lacks showmanship? Yeah. In what way? Uh, look, I don't know what he did in New Japan, but he sounds like he's a real boring guy. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. So in NXT, I think we're really just going to play to his strengths, which is just he's Japanese. Uh-huh. So we're just going to make him like a really studious college student. <laughs> no. No, yeah. come and, on. And uh, we're going to pair him with two managers. They're going to be two more Japanese people. <laughs> uh, and they're going to be his, like his parents who are just very, very strict and have just really high expectations for his education career. Come on, you're playing into a stereotype that's not really bad in any way, but I mean, that's just a lame, boring stereotype. Look, uh, I play him as I see him, and that's what I do. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, college student, he just really got to win to make his parents proud. I think, And then at the end of each match, he goes up to the ref and asks what his grade was. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> come on. That's so stupid. Yeah, and then both his parents are there, and they come out, and they have a very quiet meal in the ring. Look, okay. And talk about their days. And his dad is just, like, really trying to provide for his family but maintain his own honor. And hopefully his son can excel what he was trying to accomplish. Look, coming from a guy who is formerly named Hugh Morris and General Rection, uh, I don't know if you really are on the pulse of what's going on right now. Showmanship, Scott, now receives you. You got to play to the strengths. I don't think you know anything about Jinsei Nakamura. All right, fine. Look, if you want me to go out on a limb and see if we can give him a little bit of creative freedom, uh, then, uh, all right, I'm just spitballing here. Okay. But uh, he's a very stoic, quiet, almost samurai-style sushi chef. Oh, come on. And uh, we have him uh, do this little uh, fish-cutting routine at the top of the ramp. And uh, he prepares food for people, and as he goes down to the ring, he prepares sushi for members uh, of the audience. Come on, that sounds like something that Vince McMahon would come up with. Just some lame stereotype of someone, and just doing that, and then alienating your Asian audience, uh, and making all the fans that already exist for Nakamura very displeased. How long was I in NXT, and how long was I at WWE training people before I got kicked out? That is a question that I feel you know the answer to better than I, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I know, but I'm putting it back on you, <laughs> And Bill I'm DeMott. putting it back on you. Because I'm the journalist that prepared for That's right. an unknowing Bill DeMott to show up there? Yeah. I'm going to say at least five years. That seems like a long time to be training people, right? Yes. So you'd assume I'd have my finger on the pulse of what WWE was, the expectations were and what they yes. wanted. Yes, I would. I rest my case. <laughs> no, no, I think. Are gato. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't bow. Don't do the slanty eyes with your fingers. Don't do that. I guess you could say a sayonara. <laughs> don't. Come on. Don't. Don't do that. Bill, you're being very. Oh, very... this fish is so raw. Look at me cutting it so thinly. 
I hope I put enough of the vinegar in the rice to make it sticky so I can make sure that my dad is proud of me with these delicate fish dishes. Build them out. I propose this to Oh, you. sorry. I got to go make some tamago in the hall and gently cook it. I'm going to have to try and make sure I don't brown it on the bottom too much. You are insensitive. I sure hope there's enough uh, young uh, up-and-coming cooks who are willing to put in the time and apprentice enough with the... Uh, with their protégés to truly learn a Japanese cuisine. Ugh. Did you watch Hero Dreams of Sushi recently? It was so good. Wasn't it <laughs> wonderful? Really it was really beautiful. So sublime. <laughs> and their restaurant was in a subway station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a hell of a work mm-hmm. ethic. Mm-hmm. That's right, Scott. Mm-hmm. Yum. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. It's a yum, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. And now you're doing the waving kitty. Uh, uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. oh. Well, I can't even. I can't even tell you how amazing Nakamura is. You're not even open to the idea of what he's already created and what he's going to bring to the table. Maybe it's good that you're not the head NXT trainer anymore. Maybe it's good that it's uh, uh, Prince Albert. I can't remember his real name. Ah, uh, Tensai. Yeah. Okay, Tensai. Uh, uh, another Japanese home run. <laughs> All right. Was that your idea? Oh, well, yeah. It was. Okay. Well, I really liked it, but the fans didn't. All right. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm going to have to ask you to <laughs> oh, leave. Oh, I thought if I was quiet, you wouldn't notice. No, it. I noticed. I'm going to. All right. Honestly, please honestly. Please close the door very quietly because there's a baby I, sleeping. Tensai was not my idea. All okay. right. I should just point that out. Okay. I, I know that you liked it, but when I see that big. Jewish bald man. I don't think Japanese. I know it's weird and inspired. So that's mm-hmm. why I didn't think of it. Okay. If anything, I wanted him to be a giant baby. All right, get out of here. Get out of here. Terrible. He said, "Get out of here. <laughs> get build him up. Get out of here." <laughs> shoot! 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 Close the door quietly. There's a baby. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ugh, that man disgusts me. Hey, look, he got a lot of people through the system by <laughs> cruelly, cruelly berating them. That's right. Bullying hey, them. Drill sergeants are important. I have not in that case. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, it's time for Jerk Tweets. Follow us on Twitter at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Questions about the show? Comments? Whatever you want. Send them your way. You'll be heard on the show and we'll answer directly to you. We have the first one here, uh, the only one here, from Benjamin Arier. says, if you could have any wrestling manager in the world to follow you around to assist slash help you, who would it be? There's a lot of managers in the world. We've had a lot of managers past and present. Steve is probably far more on the pulse of WCW managers than I ever would be. Uh, <laughs> but you flatter me, sir. Ah. There's so many different ways you go. Do you go hypersexual and pick Lana and assume mm. that it's just like, you're way too close with your manager. That's a good way to go. It is an assumption. Yeah. Or do you go with somebody who you think has your best interest in heart, but also at the same time, it's kind of a little bit of a... Uh, who's Tyson's manager? Tyson... Mike. Michael. <laughs> Mike Tyson's manager? Uh, Don White? Don King. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like Paul Heyman kind of feels like a Don King kind of character. Okay. But he's so smart. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a character that, uh, an, a character you saw at an improv show, the momager. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the momager. Um, you know, or you get someone that's 
willing to bite the bullet for you like a Jimmy Hart who's constantly in there yelling, distracting. An AW? To get you that win. Yeah, AW. <laughs> but you can't rely on him. He got too controversial. Yep, too controversial. He got, he got fired. and then he Went right up to that line and then just dove over it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good ways to go. But this is, I look at this throughout my life uh, that I, I need help all the time. Who was in The Burbs? And he was Tom Hanks. No, the neighbor who you Rick Dukeman. Rick Dukeman. Yeah, I think the best manager would be a Rick Dukeman type who like barbecues at the top of the ramp, and he's kind of like your Hawaiian shirt, uh, apron wearing chef manager. Okay, I'm trying to think if there's anybody who's kind of like that that has already existed. So like a Captain Lou Albano, kind of like the head chef of a kitchen, I guess. Who sort of like manages this wrestler on the side? I I, I guess I, I'm really stuck. You're back on food again. I like, know you want someone to create unusual dishes for you because you're like, no, no, I want spicy pork, but I uh, I don't know. Can you put it on top of sushi rice? And, uh, not no, normal. I just sticky rice. I think they can get away with like a chef manager, like a chef Boyardee, who comes up with a really thick Italian accent. It's like, before I get back into the kitchen, I just want to let you know, a Brock Lesnar is going to cook you up, and he's going to chop you up, and he's going to serve you to his kids. I, I am not convinced otherwise that you just want a personal chef in your life. To make food for you. That, that you might be true. Constantly tweak. You should just run for president of the United States. That's then, you... then you got a chef. This is this is how fucked up my priorities are. I was driving to work today, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? I think I'd be very happy if I was a gardener for the White House. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, I think I would have so much pride in my work if I was like the groundskeeper of the White House. Or one of the groundskeepers. You gotta be good, though, man. Oh yeah. You then can't... I, I thought about it. I was like, oh, they're not just gonna hand you that job. <laughs> like, you still gotta have like, you gotta do a lot of backbreaking yard work before that, and let people know that you're like really, really skilled at it. Yeah, because if the lawn ever looks shitty, that's on the president. It's not on you. <laughs> that's on the fucking country, bro. Yeah, that's that's them going. Boy, country's really slipping. Look at that brown patch. Yeah, they're not gonna, they're not gonna blame the, they're going to blame the groundskeeper, but it goes straight to the president. Yeah, it like, oh god, it looks like the president peed on the lawn right there a hundred times. Yeah, and the French Daily Show is all over it. Oh, just President Obama makes pee pee on the front lawn. Very dry. Yeah, it's very dry. Very dry show. You know, I, I'm i going to go with Colonel Parker. Oh, that's wonderful. From WCW. Oh, not from the KFC knockoff? <laughs> we killed Elvis? Fried chicken? <laughs> uh, you mean uh, Colonel Sanders? Yeah, I was stretching. <laughs> Colonel Parker is a great idea for a manager, like a wrestling manager. Mm -hmm. It's such a great sort of creepy character. Yeah, the southern man, an all-white, and just a proper gentleman, but... Uh, still gun, just a gun in their <laughs> waistband, never pulls it, just always there. But just pulls back the jacket, like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> do we have a problem? <laughs> Let's sign this contract. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be the way to go. I think Colonel Parker would really help me in life. Um, he'd be able to talk to the ladies really well, mm -hmm. with that southern charm of his. But he's older, so the ladies would be like, I don't really want it. I don't, no, I'm not really interested in you. Oh, you say you have a friend. He'd be able to probably balance my books pretty well. Yeah. Because he's able to, you know, he maintains a clean white suit. It's not must. Hey, look, that's 
That's a symbolic white suit. Mm-hmm. Keep that white suit clean. It's purity. Yeah. That's a white power suit right there. Yeah. And he's a big dude, so he'd scare off anybody else that's going to fight. Especially <laughs> the other races. <laughs> it was supposed to be power suit. I stole that from Broad City. Oh. Have you seen Broad City? No. It's fantastic. You know why? Why? So I don't steal their material. Yeah, that's true. I steal their material. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a joke stealer. Put I a stealer. nickel in the jar, Steve. <laughs> God, that's a dense nickel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a dollar piece from the Civil War. No, oh, okay. No, I've done. I, um, I'm trying to think what what TV shows I'm currently watching right now. Uh, oh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Season what? Eleven? Yeah, they're not stopping. Mm-mm. They're going. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sad because Roddy Piper was on there twice. God damn, he killed it both times. He's so great, and it's just it's that sad. Like, oh, not gonna be back. Yeah, because they clearly work with people they enjoy and bring back the characters in fun, creative ways all the time, and that looks like such a fun show to be on. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I love the show, and they love like other stuff that I've done, and they brought me on. That's kind of what it seemed like. It seemed like there was just this mutual sort of respect. I don't think I've the last time I watched it like regularly was when it was on like the first two seasons. I remember being like, whatever this show is, I fucking love it. And then I didn't, I haven't watched for eight seasons. I blamed you and all of my friends, uh, when I was not exposed to it, that no one had told me like, Hey man, you gotta watch a show. There's always those shows that something would come along like, Oh, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. Uh, no one told me about it's always sending Philadelphia. And I just assumed, huh, it's not really anything. And it was uh, uh, Scott Passarella, who I worked with on the cruise ship, who we were lodged together uh, in Chicago, and he turns it on. I go, okay. And I was dying laughing. I'm going, why didn't anybody show me this? And then I had forgotten about it living on the ship because we didn't have access to it. And then Lehman uh, showed it to us when we got off the ship. Good taste Lehman. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito would be a great manager. Oh, my God. As that character? As that character, as the penguin, as the character from... <laughs> Not oh, from Hoffa. Not from Hoffa. Oh, uh, no. Fuck yeah. From Hoffa. That's great. He was playing a manager anyway. That's true. Uh, what's another Danny DeVito movie? Uh, Matilda. <laughs> the creepy car salesman dad from Matilda. Mm-hmm. I was about to say Heart Condition, but that was Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins from Heart Condition would be great. So would Tenzel Washington. <laughs> uh, Eddie Valiant from <laughs> Frank Roger Rabbit. Great manager. You are reaching. No, I'd like it. I think it'd be pretty good. Uh, R.K. Maroon from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Great manager. Loves the ladies. Loves those tunes. What about the, the main weasel? I'm going to ram him. <laughs> Dang you and your laundry out to track. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve's been watching a bunch of movies lately. I haven't watched <laughs> I haven't watched any of those movies in feels like years. Was there blood in that cough, buddy? Oh, no. That was all coffee phlegm. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, Steve, it is been said on the internet because it has exploded that shots were fired on monday night raw this week uh as we head to fast lane we have brock lesnar as we kick into high gear scott as we kick into high gear with our turn signal on and swerve without a care in the world over to that fast lane mm-hmm. we got brock lesnar we got dean ambrose we got roman reigns headed for the number one contendership to fight Triple H at WrestleMania. Who else could enter this fray, Scott, that would make a difference, that would make you more interested? Oh, like another contender on top of it? Not another contender. Pete Gass. Oh, yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Pete Gass. Uh, God, Brock Lesnar would kill him. <laughs> It'd be terrible. 
Hey, look, when you put the work in, man. You put the working man in. You put the working man in. <laughs> um, there, we're headed to Fastlane, and uh, you know the authority is trying to break up Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. You know, tear them apart, and Stephanie does so on Monday Night Raw, citing previous times in the past of two friends colliding, and she brings up Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Psychological a bomb. Mm-hmm. Marty Jannetty. Any conversation you need to fucking get some damage in, you mentioned Marty Jannetty. Yeah, and um, a lot of people perceived it as a shot fired at Marty Jannetty. You know, we went back and looked at the footage. It's just more like she's citing something that occurred rather than... If anything, I feel like she was using him as a storyline stepping stone. It wasn't a burn. It was a major plot point in the history of WWE. So, I mean, here to clear up the whole thing, we brought uh, Marty Jannetty on the show today to just sort of explain and... He's got a, a lot of things to say about it. Steve, I'm, I'm I'm a little concerned about this. This was the one guest that we booked, and I don't know. This has been a really rough day with the guests. Like, we got Maxell Hardy on here, and life is tough for that baby already. Yeah. Not even one years old. Hey, look. Bill DeMott. He came in touching faces all the way. Bill DeMott, known bully, you know, pushing us around and making stereotypes. I'm really worried the dark path is going to go down. I, I know a, normally you worry about that stuff, I but would, I'm worried about I know. It. if Scott, if you're worried about it, I know, like, now I'm fucking worried about it. Marty but I'm, Gennetti. Like, the stereotype is fucking train wreck Marty Gennetti. Yeah. I should point out right now, huge Marty Gennetti fan. <laughs> Saw him in one match on SmackDown. That's another one. That's Kurt another Angle. guy. Probably my favorite match I've ever seen Mar- with Marty Gennetti. Steve is not lying. He loves that Marty Gennetti Kurt Angle match. A SmackDown, seventeen minutes, bro. That's that is a, that's some hard work. Is that commercials involved? Is that a two? I think it was also maybe a four to six minute Kurt Angle promo at the beginning. All right. Uh, actually, guys, it was about a uh, three to four minutes of uh, the uh, Kurt Angle uh, promo at the beginning. Oh, my God, Marty Jannetty. He was hiding under that whole pile of sandwiches the whole time. Uh, you got me. Uh, Here Bar- I am. Marty Jannetty, it's it's good to see you. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> the sandwiches look really delicious, guys. Hey, Marty Jannetty, you know, we were saving those for Fastlane and the guests today, and you are a guest, so you are welcome to have as many sandwiches from that pile as you like. Oh, thanks a lot. This is really good. Wow, I didn't even finish the sentence, and you just already were shoving it in your mouth there. Oh, well, it sounds okay. I have a sandwich. I got to go for it. You're, you're welcome. Um, One half of the Rockers. Guys, never won the Tag Team Championships. Uh, You've been wrestling on and off for several years now. How are you doing today? Yeah, I was like, pretty tough. I'm Stephanie McMahon. Okay. But, uh, um, real uh, quick, I'm going to have to ask you to stop eating the sandwich while we conduct the interview. If you could. Please. I have a small condition where I've got to chew my food about 108 times. Just to help with my digestion. Well, if I could point out, you said it was a small condition, so I think if you could just put that on hiatus while we're recording. No, I'm really sorry, guys. I just, my sandwiches are so good. Yeah, I know. They're really good. I love the metaphor earlier about uh, how fastling a sandwich just represents uh, wrestling as a whole. I'm sure. I'm sure you connect to that very well. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I'm sure if you were to go Uh, back and listen to it, you'd laugh a lot. mm, Anything that I say, not so much. Oh, I think you're clever, too. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Stephanie McMahon said some pretty mean things on Raw. Um, okay, again, if you could, uh, just, oh, uh, uh, you didn't need to take another bite. You well, really didn't need to take another bite. I didn't even bite. swallow that first bite, so I only got the first bite, but the second bite. You know what? We're going to take a little break right now, and when we come back, Marty Jannetty will finish the sandwich, so, uh, this is, we're going to be taking a break. This is unprecedented for us. We normally don't do this, but we're going to allow Marty Jannetty time to eat. So, we're coming back right now. 
formerly the Mean Street Posse, and you're listening to Curtain Jerks. And just remember one thing. Every single day, something's got to pay. Okay, and we're back with Marge Teddy. <laughs> Seems that I think he's finally finished all the sandwiches. Oh, no, he just took another sandwich. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Scott, I'm not going to lie to you. Where did that sandwich come from? I'm not going to lie to you. When he's not eating that sandwich, he really sounds like Bill DeMott. <laughs> Maybe we should just continue the interview while he's eating a sandwich. All right. I, I mean, it's... I... Maybe we'll just ask him to enunciate a little bit more. Uh, Marty Gianni, did you, do you have any theater training? Oh, I've got tons of theater training. Okay, well... You need me to enunciate better while I'm eating the sandwich? You know, I'm, I'm concerned because you look to be in very good shape still, but we had at least 50 sandwiches there in that pile. Um, how many sandwiches do you have now? What? And how many... <clears throat> and how many sandwiches do you have now? Well, Marty Gennetti, uh, we don't have 50 anymore, and you found a 51st sandwich somewhere, and I got really scared for a second, but I still see Maxell Hardy underneath that piece of lettuce, so I know that we're good there, that you didn't accidentally eat Maxell Hardy. I did not eat a baby sandwich. Ladies, Good. I would like to go on record this right now. This show would be say, over if you ate a baby on the air. Hey, no, not just a baby, a baby sandwich. Yeah, a, a future mm. wrestling baby sandwich. Oh yeah, I think, don't you think Maxwell's gonna have a great future of wrestling? I think he could. Yeah, I think he's he's built for it. Okay, yeah, he's I a think strong little baby. He is a strong little baby. You probably tried to eat him and he pushed you away. Oh yeah, that's like thick cuts of bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Marty's Janetti. How are you doing these days? Still I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Okay, good. Yeah, Jeffy McMahon, look. Hey, guys, just to work. All right? What? She shits on me. I shit back. It's wrestling. You shit back? Yeah, I shit she back. She shits on her. You shit back? Yeah, I shit back. Okay. Yeah. It's all the work. It's how you build up tension. You bring in an old school guy, bring make the new guys look good. So you're currently making Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns look good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it'd be great if they got me on the air. Do it by Twitter. It's a new technology. What, what's Team your... Janetti. <laughs> Team Reigns. Team Lesnar. Uh, 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 Team Rollins. You know? So you're pushing Team Janetti right now. I, I don't need to push it. It's hashtagging already. Yeah? Yeah. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, Janetti. Janetti. <laughs> what? uh, uh, What's that? Janetti, Janetti, Janetti. <laughs> At Janetti, Janetti, Okay. That seems excessive. TJ Janetti. TJ Janetti? The Rockers 4 at forever. Okay. Uh, well, all right. So I, I was concerned that you'd actually be upset with Stephanie McMahon. Uh, no, hey, look. I had to make it look like I was upset. Mm-hmm. You know, because, ooh, Swiss. Um, and uh, that's how you do it. I mean, I maybe I hit a little bit too hard under the belt, but I mean, that's the wrestling these days. Do you want to say what you said? I said uh, I implied that Shawn Michaels was the uh, father of Stephanie McMahon's kids. All of them? All of them. Oh, wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty low. Yeah, I I was seeing what's tweeting. Did you say anything else about anybody else? Uh, yeah, I uh, I told Funaki to find his socks because they're gone. <laughs> what? I was sandwich tweeting. I was drunk on sandwiches. Okay, they don't what make, a... sometimes it makes sometimes they're so mean spirited, and other times it just don't make any sense. Yeah, we're worried about if you have any you know substance problems or anything like that you've had a history of that is there any i'm clean you're I'm clean great. i've been doing a couple indie dates doing really great honestly okay. just like relaxing at home yeah uh, i have a giant water bed shaped like a breast 
I like to sleep on it nude. Uh, just really calm. See what? What? Was it? Huh? Ah, I heard a breast. Oh, uh, baby Maxwell. I look. I have to say, I'm really impressed with your tour touring schedule. Yeah, well, it's tough. I don't. Hey, you got any blue? Uh, I'm clean. Sorry. Uh, I'm living. Well, life. come on, you're Marty Jannetty. Hey, the implication is that Marty Jannetty's always got blow. I don't appreciate it. I mean, I'm a cool guy. I don't have to be that. Uh, 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 cool. Come on, I got money. No, I, look, baby Maxwell. I can't give you cocaine, but I can give you some advice. Uh, all right, what's the advice? Always do your stretches before you get in that ring, because you got to be like a liquid cat once you get in there. Yeah, you know the stretch I do? What? This nostril. <laughs> this nostril. Then I'm ready to go. Baby Max. I'm rocking. You are. You are. Hey, I'm one of the rockers. Yeah, you want to start up a tag team? Let's do a tag team, me and you. Yeah. yeah. This has gotten way out of hand. Hold on. Uh, Marty, that's a baby. And you're a, a, a man. <laughs> You're a man, baby. <laughs> You're a man. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure that's really... I mean, he seems to be in really good shape. He is, but he's... He's eating all our sandwiches and acting like a big child about it. Yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> Guys, I, 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 I just gotta call this quits right here. I think this is out of control. I don't think you two go together very well. Oh, yeah? Well, what does it look like right now when I'm holding this baby over my head like it's the chosen sun lion of Africa? No! <laughs> Alright, this I don't think this Rockers 2.0 thing is gonna work out. But you guys you guys go ahead and do what you're gonna do. Come ride with me on a sandwich down the river of life! Oh boy, put me in the bread! And he just put the baby on his shoulders and walked out. That is That is Holy one of Holy shit! Uh Yeah, oh. we don't have any sandwiches. Oh <laughs> that's uh I was gonna say that. Like, can we just let a baby leave with someone? What do you mean? And we're out of sandwiches. <laughs> oh, you mean like legally, can we allow a baby to come and go? I think legally we can do whatever we want. Yeah, it was on Tyrus. Let's be honest. Yeah. And he's sitting there sleeping reading the newspaper. Oh, let me just pull up this big piece of lettuce over him. <laughs> God, that is... You know, people don't like iceberg lettuce anymore, but it really does serve a purpose. I mean, I, I'm impressed by it. I just don't like eating it. Why? It's no fun. It's the no fun lettuce. <laughs> it's all crunch. Yeah, it's nothing but crunch. Yeah, good crunch, man. It takes more calories to chew lettuce than you get from it. If anything, do yourself a favor. Make yourself a big cape out of that lettuce. It, it seems like it would be more calories to chew kale. No, kale's got some stuff in there. Right. And if you don't wash it off, you're eating all those tiny little bugs, too. Oh, that's good protein. Yeah. Uh, You want the money lettuce? Okay. Good bib lettuce. Bib lettuce. Like that lettuce that's still got the little roots on the bottom. That's a good lettuce. The right butter there. lettuce? Yeah, the butter lettuce. Butter uh, bib lettuce. Oh, yeah, that's lettuce. some good not lettuce. Not talking about a wedge. Not talking about that romaine. I'm talking about that butter bib lettuce. Guys, fast link coming up. Which lettuce are you going to be using? <laughs> big time, big time. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Steve and myself are possibly on that road to WrestleMania. Yeah. It's very likely we'll be attending the event in Dallas. Are you going, the listener? Or are you going to be watching from home with your favorite lettuce in hand? <laughs> we want to know. Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use that promo code JERKS. Get 10% off your first loot. Do it for yourself. Do it for the loot. And do it to help us out here on the show. 16-Bits uh, Podcast, a comedy video game podcast. I do a Josh Callahan, the aforementioned Josh Callahan. 
who gets stressed out and uh, weirded out from his body from eating things and then digesting them. Nah, but he's got such a great metabolism. Yes, he's got a fabulous metabolism, which is covered week to week on the show. It is. Uh, so it's a good time. Ask, next time you're on the show, ask him the last time when he had ceviche. I, I will try and remember that. I will really try and remember every that. Every time I end up seeing him, he's just come from eating ceviche. I swear to God, it's every time I see Josh Calla and he's like, ah, oh, just had some ceviche. I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> if you like what we do on this show. Do you know what is, ceviche is? Is it the spicy sauce? No, it's like fish salsa. <laughs> it's what? like chopped up tuna, avocado, lemon juice, and like tomato onion slices or whatever. So it's a dish? Yeah, he's eating fish salsa. Gross. He's good. I mean, it's <laughs> he's good. It sounds unusual, but I guess you're right. It's probably pretty good. So check out that show. If you like video games, then we talk about that. And we talk about wrestling a fair amount, and that's Josh's fault, not mine. Uh, wrestling Compadre Slamcast, check that out as well on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud and all that. Um, and, yeah, I got to get ready for this play, man. Hey, learn your lines. Figure out where your fake beard goes. Ah, oh, yeah, I got to get rid of my real beard and then put on my fake beard. That's theater for you. That is the theater. Well, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.